Hello, you're listening to the IoT Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 36 of the IoT Weekly Podcast brought to you by GearForge Software. My name is Matthew and I'm joined by my co-host and good friend Cliff. Cliff, how you doing? Hey Matthew, doing really well. How about you? I am great. I'm happy to be back for yet another episode of uh, the IoT Weekly Podcast. Very exciting. Episode Very number exciting. 36. And we got some fun stuff coming up here today, so I'm looking forward to uh, going through some of these. Yeah, we do. We decided uh, this would be a good week to do weird and wacky connected devices. So we've got a list of uh, of interesting stuff that uh, these are real products that people have uh, are testing the market with. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, in many cases, uh, you can either buy these on Amazon or there's an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter campaign. We have the, the links here in the show notes uh, if you want to jump in on the product. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, you know it's kind of a neat mix. We've got some that I think uh, we're sort of making fun of a little bit, and uh, many of them actually I think are kind of useful, just uh, more more maybe interesting or something I wouldn't have thought of. So, yeah, I, I would totally agree with that, Matthew. So, Cliff, uh, have you been doing anything fun lately? Um, it's you know uh, the summer is always just fleeting; it goes by so quickly. So we're trying to get out as August. much as I know. I know what happened. Um, it's just flying by, just ridiculous. Uh, I am going on vacation next week, uh, heading up to Maine and, and getting some lobsters, so that'll be fun. But uh, this week was not lobster. This week was a couple things. So from a, for, for some of you who know that I live on a river, and I ended up buying this week like this huge, um, it's like a, a bushwhacker type deal where it's, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a weed whacker, except it's a mower with a big cord in the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we just have just the, the amount of stuff uh, that a mower won't even cut it anymore. Um, so that was a pretty cool purchase, uh, tearing through all types of things in the yard. Uh, it's a little scary as you run through it because it'll kick it out almost 50 feet. So you got to watch out as far as uh, if you're standing by there, but pretty wicked device. Uh, it'll even mow your lawn if you really wanted to try it that far. It, uh, yeah, it sounds like maybe overkill for my lawn. But... 100%. And most of the time, mine, like when I'm going through it, it just ends up making a dirt patch. So we, <laughs> well, that's one way to mow it. Be, yeah. yeah. Um, besides that, though, for, for some fun stuff here, I've been testing out a variety of different proximity switches. We've got a kind of an odd scenario of something that we have to detect. So uh, at a very close range, so it's not like we're doing meters we're doing millimeters here like three to four millimeters at most uh, so it's been kind of fun working on that trying to figure out what is the best scenario for uh, detecting an object hmm. that sounds interesting yeah yeah super cool how about you Matthew I have been for weeks weeks and weeks now I have been nose deep in .NET Core and Vue.js stuff <laughs> .NET Core API with uh, with a Vue, Vue.js front end, which has actually been a pretty good combination, to be honest with you. Works yeah. out, works out pretty well. Yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm at the point where I see curly brackets when I close my eyes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's a bit much. Yeah. Well, 
sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah. It's uh yeah, totally agree. <clears throat> so uh who do we have for a show sponsor this week? Well, Matthew, the show sponsor is Gearforge Software. What? Uh yeah, I know. I know. It's it's shocking, isn't it? Um, but yes, we've we've got Gearforge sponsors as our, as our show sponsors. So Gearforge Software is an IoT consultant that works with companies that are ready to make their company smart. If you're looking for a partner that'll live, eat, and breathe your project, then look no further than Gearforge Software. You can learn more at GearforgeSoftware.com. All right, excellent. And now we are on to our main segment: weird and wacky connected devices. So uh, let's just jump in here. I think up first we have a Brita filter, Cliff. A Brita filter? That's, is it Wi-Fi connected, of course, I'm, it, I'm betting? It is. Everything on the list, I think, is connected to something. So this, um, I, I found this in, well, I guess it's payments.com. I, I don't know what that stands for. P-Y-M-N-T-S.com. And uh, this is a little older. This is from 2017, but I still thought it was interesting. Uh, basically, this was pairing a Brita filter with Amazon Dash. It's called Brita Infinity. Hmm. And it basically automatically orders a new $6 filter when it detects that your old filter is um, like past its, its really? uh, yeah, its lifespan. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I Actually, see it right here on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you can pick this guy up for 75 bucks. Yeah, because we've got a, a Brita uh, mm -hmm. filter, and I think I actually just pulled the Dagon thing right out of it now. Um, we also have like a, a, a huge water filtration system now out of the sink that we use, mm -hmm. so we were told just to pull that thing out. But when I was using this, actually, we would end up ordering these filters all the time from Amazon. So this is actually super slick. Well, that's what we did too. You know, when we were using Brita's, it's like Amanda would just order a new filter from Amazon when it was time. And we, you know, when it showed up, we'd plug it in, but you know, there's that step. It's like, Oh, we're past the date. Oh yeah. I'll go, you know, I'll go order one next time, you know, then it shows up. So, so this kind of takes away all the hassle. <laughs> well, and I've had a snare where I ended up going to kind of a box store to pick some up, Matthew. And of course, I buy the wrong one. It's so now one. on top yeah. of that, I've got to take it back to that box store, which I'm probably not going to do it. I'm going to throw it away because I don't want to take things back. It's really awful trying to go back to some of those stores. Totally. Yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting one. Uh, and, and really, this is one that... I need this uh, for my Keurig to auto-order after I went through <laughs> like my five boxes of coffee. Yeah, that's great. I, I mean, it could keep count, right? It could keep track of like, uh, well, we knew you ordered this many last time. And so now you've used this much. <laughs> it just keeps uh, it. I, I, I may have to actually do this. Um, I'll, I might dig up my button and, and just wire it up for my home coffee maker. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Create your own dash with one of Amazon's. Um, we, well, we have all these IO, IoT buttons. buttons. Yeah, yeah, totally. So maybe I'll do that with a darn thing. You should send me one of those. Did I not send you one? I don't, I don't have one. No. Oh, I'll send you, maybe I'll send you that. I've got the AT&T one. I'll send you that oh, one. There you go. Awesome. It's still in the box. All right. Fantastic. Uh, so I'm going to have to add this to my list. This sounds like something I could actually buy. So what else? Yeah. Well, Cliff, how do you feel about whiskey? I'm not a huge whiskey drinker. I, I'm a little more wine. How about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy a little bit of whiskey in, in moderation. 
Sure. So this is a Jim Beam. I think it's actually branded Jim Beam um, whiskey decanter. And basically the idea here is it's a smart decanter. It measures the shot for you, but it's also voice enabled. So it's got, I don't know, like Alexa and, uh, integrated or some, some technology like that. And so you can, uh, you can ask it questions and it will respond with sassy responses. Hmm. Uh, do you think this yeah. is something you need in your life, Cliff? Uh, maybe. Apparently, they've got their own Jim Beam Apple Watch, too. So <laughs> well, there you go. Like, well, you don't you not want to have this. I, I think maybe other than conversation piece, this is pretty silly stuff. But if you think about, you know, like you're running a bar or something and you want something mm -hmm. unique, something like this might be kind of fun, right? Just a conversation piece. I think so. I, I've, I've bought worse stuff. Or if, if it wasn't overly expensive i can't find a spot to actually buy it that's what i was looking for um just so that way if you actually wanted to buy it but i mean think about if you got all right i've got a whiskey drinker um uh it's priced 34 bucks yeah like as a gift yeah that's that would what i'm be thinking like gift. as a gift if it's a 34 dollars yeah. why not you're like yeah, i'm like gonna get that. one for grandpa he may not ever like wire this thing up, but I would help him with it and, and like, here you go. I bet he pulls it out when people are visiting. You know? Oh yeah. He would be like, see this thing? I got a smart whiskey, blah, blah, blah. And, and he would yeah. absolutely love that. It'll tell you a dirty joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it does that, but <laughs> I don't know, but he would like that even more if it told dirty jokes. Oh God. So our next item on the list is also kind of a fun one. So this is called the Furbo. Uh, and basically take a nest cam and uh and sort of make it specifically tailored for dogs hmm. and then add to that a uh an app so that you can um tell it basically remote control it to tell it to shoot a treat out for your pet. What? Yeah, so basically you could monitor your pets during the day and, you know, all of that stuff and then give them treats remotely. Huh. <laughs> That's slick. Here's the Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. It's closed. So many crowd. $511,000. I know, right? Yeah. Not getting around. That is awesome. I'm going to have to buy this one. <laughs> Perfect. I it's like we are pulling together this year's Christmas list shopping. I mean, that's what I'm thinking here, Matthew. Exactly. I mean, these are so, actually things we could buy. Yeah, some of them are pretty good, I think. Uh so this next item is less of an item and more of a, a comment, I think. Uh so this is from Morton Nielsen on Twitter. And uh, basically it is showing his new smart oven. And the fact that on the touch screen, before he can use it, he has to accept the terms and conditions. What, what if they could email that to you? Print a note? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to <laughs> read them. Yes. Can you actually just burn this into a large dough for me so I can read these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, my God. Or so what happens if you say, no, you've got like a $1,000 oven that's now worth nothing? I guess so. I mean, I, I don't get it. <laughs> But, you know, it's interesting, Cliff, because you and I were uh, talking about this, actually. We were. The, the, you know, what are the cases in life where you don't 
have to accept the terms terms and conditions, but probably you should now, right? I think so. Uh, and or the weird cases where you do have to accept them and it seems strange that you do. But for example, you know, I go and use the little credit card swiper on the gas thing. And, um, you know, I've never been asked any terms and conditions for that. It's like somehow never. it's just implied, I guess. I'm using the pump. And so I don't know, like, but I go, you know, you go use the simplest app and you've got like 20 pages of fine print that you've got to accept. Yeah, I can't even, like, this thing just has to be brutal. I can't imagine, oh, yeah, hold on, let me fire this bad boy up. Exactly. That's just crazy. Totally. All right, and next, um, we've got a couple, actually, bicycling items. What? So the next one is the Velco Wink Bar. Um, Wink basically, bar? yeah, it's the weirdest name. I don't know that I like the name. Because uh, I would never associate it with what it is, but it's basically a handlebar for a bike, like a regular um, pedal bike, right? Okay. It's GPS assisted, so you can use it for navigation. It has geolocation included, so that if your bike's stolen, you can figure out where it is. Wow. Um, the headlights turn on automatically at night or in darkness. Oh gosh. Uh, comes with a complimentary app, but it only will run you $337, which is like... Costs more than my bicycle. But it costs like three times more than my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have that awesome of a bicycle. Um, that would be more, yeah, much, much more than my bicycle. I know, isn't that funny? Uh, wow. But it, I mean, if you're a very serious biker, like some people, this is, they live and breathe bicycling i mean i could but see i'm looking that at the the bar and this bar is not anything like the the very competitive bicyclers this isn't the this is the wrong kind of bar uh yeah exactly yep totally so so just to <laughs> let everybody know the, the the bicycle like it's the old school kind of touring the beach bicycle type handlebars is what it looks like instead of your super fancy like swirly type bars that you'd use for a, a, a much more competitive uh, cycling race. Yeah, it's it's not for like a road bike. It's like a mountain bike handle or something in between that and just a casual bike handle. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure the, these things are flying off like hotcakes. You got to be pretty serious about your bike. This That's next one though, I think is l maybe a little mo more practical. It is called the Omni Smart Cycling Helmet. And oh. uh, basically, here's the idea. So it's about 200 bucks. Uh, it has collision de detection. So if, uh, if you, you know, it detects that you've gotten into some kind of a tumble, it will automatically alert your emergency contacts, which I assume you set up somewhere ahead of time, right? I'm sure there's an app for this. Yeah, totally. Um, and the crazy thing, though, is this. So I've never heard of this before, but I think it's kind of uh, weird and cool, is it has bone-conducting audio points uh, that allow bikers to listen to audio but leaves their ears free. So That's basically, brilliant, actually, yeah, Matthew. I've, yeah, I've, I know. Seen, I've seen a lot of the bone-conducting audio uh, technology. Um, there's been quite a few articles from... Um, uh, across the web on this stuff, but I've really struggled to actually find a use case. This actually makes total sense from a use case standpoint. Yeah, I thought I, it was kind I of a clever, this. kind of a clever use of this, the, you know, these technologies. And again, if you're biking all the time, I remember one of, uh, one of my former colleagues got in a bad bike accident 
um, you know, it's been a, been a long time now, six, seven years ago. Um, uh, but you know, it's something like that. It's like, if you're biking all the time, I mean, those things do happen and, uh, yeah. and it'd be nice, you know, if you're unconscious somewhere, it just contacts your emergency, uh, your emergency contacts. And then the audio thing to me, so that, that alone might not be enough. Like it's great. It's a great safety feature if you get into that, but it's sort of like, well, so it, great. It's a, it's a safe helmet with that. But the fact that it's got that audio. Well, and I can tell you, Matthew, I, you know? I've, I've done, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a runner, and one of the hardest parts with running is the dig on, um, like, headphones. Like, they uh-huh. just are just awful. The, the, they're, they're, like, flopping all over the place. And, again, just like you said, you can't hear if you got bikers coming up from behind you or cars. Um, and, and of course you've got it if you, you're sweating too, right? So it's, mm-hmm. you struggle keeping those in your ears. So I'm like, this is great. Actually, this actually makes total sense to me. Yeah, I totally agree. I would buy it just for the audio. And well, that's, bucks, that doesn't sound too bad, actually. That's what I was thinking is, you know, it's like, it's got the safety feature, which is nice. But then with the audio, it makes you feel like you're really getting something that oh, you yeah. get every day. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. the safety product so yeah it's pretty cool yeah, so that's created really by company koros uh and it's the omni smart cycling helmet uh you can get this on amazon it looks like yeah it's interesting how many of them are sh- just showing up on amazon now yeah 199 bucks got 29 reviews four stars uh get it in multiple colors this is pretty slick matthew so this next one is a device that i both i think it's kind of hilarious but i totally want one um, this is oh, the, what's that? It is the iDevices smart ceiling fan switch. What? Uh, That's a mouthful. I know, isn't it? So basically, this it is Wi-Fi enabled uh, fan controller. So think of your ceiling fan and how they've sure. got those little remote controls, right? Yep. Uh, this one is a, is a Wi-Fi enabled fan controller, and it allows the users to adjust their fan speed and light with voice commands on Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Uh, and it works with most fans, apparently. That makes actually a lot of sense to me. Well, here's, uh, here's the thing. Time, I've, I always lose the damn remote. That's just it. It's like, I, I, even when I know where the remote is, it's often not where I am. Yep. And for me, I mean, I would actually rather not have the remote at all and just have the switch on the wall because at least the switch doesn't move. But if I did, if I could just be in the room and not care where the remote is and just use voice commands, that's actually a pretty good solution. You right? can buy this for $79, Matthew. I will never pay that I much money. Found the website a, for it. For a smart ceiling fan switch. But no, you can actually I, use it for any kind of switch. That's true. So it says you can transform any wall switch into a connected wall switch. Huh, how about that? So if you want to, let's say you forget your lights are on and you can change that. I mean, it's got a... Yeah, it's it's pretty slick. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was actually a, a decent idea. I would, I could, I could. Yeah, it's got an app with it, Matthew. It looks like you can actually then have all your lights uh, categorized by room inside of here, <laughs> and then you can actually just turn them on and off with your your phone. Oh no, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's Everything. terrible. Yep. Access everywhere. And voice <laughs> this is great. That's terrible. Well, let's harken back to the guy uh, you were talking about last week who called you saying, my house has been 
hacked and I, I'm losing control of all my devices. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen, guys. I mean, it would be. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, this is apparently this is a big problem. Yeah. You know, along the same lines, we have the Remo Bell. Remo. So this is this is a smart doorbell that allows users to answer their doors even if they're not home. So it comes with a complimentary app like all of these products. Everybody has an app. There's an app for that. Um, it has a built-in motion sensor that detects movement and streams HD live video to users' phones so you can see who's coming up to your door and then two-way audio via the app to answer the door. So you can actually, somebody can, I, I guess they ring the door, doorbell or whatever they do and you can, you know, kind of click the, um, the button on the app and talk to the person who's at the door and say, hey, yep, great, okay, I'm not home. I don't know if I want to tell them that or I'm upstairs but can't come down to the door right now? I don't know. Um, uh, I yeah. actually, I would buy this. I mean, yeah. here's the funny thing is we were just talking about this, but uh, my son is at home right now and he just texts me, hey dad, are we expecting anybody? I said, no. And he said, he, the dog scared him off because we kind of, we live out in the country a little bit here, but I, I, I could see myself using this. Yeah, I can too. I mean, I like the sensor and the, and the, the video. And I think it's probably useful to have the audio, but I, I'm just trying to think like if I weren't home and somebody were at my door, I don't want to tell them I'm not home, right? So it's a little weird in that, um, in that regard, but, but everything else about it, I kind of like. Yeah, this is but like, uh, you can buy this. You can get the Remo Bell. <laughs> I am thinking about it. I, I just put the link here and it's on sale. It's usually 180 bucks. It's $84 now. There's only oh, two really? left. Oh, that might actually be, uh, that's a pretty good deal. It is actually a pretty good deal. So I just put the link to the Amazon in our thing, but there's actually, there's a lot of the, uh, it looks like there's a lot of folks that do something very similar to this. Yeah, it's interesting because I am, uh, we don't have a doorbell now. Really? When we had our, our door replaced. We did not replace the doorbell. Um, I hate my doorbell because the dogs go crazy. Yeah, us too. Yeah, we do, we do too. It's a little bit inconvenient, but I've actually been, thinking about this very thing, because um, when I am down in my office during the day, I can't actually tell when somebody comes up to the door now because the doorbell doesn't ring, right? There's no doorbell. And so uh, if somebody were trying to get my attention, uh, it's very difficult to do so. So I was thinking what I really need is a camera out there so I can actually you know, monitor when somebody is at the door. And this is kind of exactly what I need, to be honest with you. Hmm. That's yeah, I could see Maybe that. Maybe I'll buy one. I think you should let me know. I'd like I have to an see an Amazon that, gift card. Uh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I'd be tough. Why would you not at this point? I, I might actually, I might actually buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do we have up next? Um, what do we got here? Oh, so I thought this was hilarious, Matthew. So this is a microbot wireless robotic pusher. <laughs> and you can find this on Amazon. I got a link to it here. But oh, you, I'm already excited ever, about this one. Have you ever got tired of pushing buttons, Matthew? Like at your um, house? Like you just consistently have to push a button sometimes. Uh, to be honest with you, it does come up much. Unless you mean, you know, sort of with my family pushing their buttons. No, I don't think that's that. This is more <laughs> like, reminds me of like you have to push the easy button from the commercials quite yeah, often. Right. Now you can actually buy one. Uh, you can actually buy something that will electronically push the button for you. And of course, there's an app for that. Um, and so g give me an example of one of these buttons that would need pushing. 
I, I actually have struggle. I was trying to think like in my house, what type of button I would need pushed. Um, Cause you got rid of the doorbell. So I can't push that now. Can't push the doorbell. No, I'm not going to push any buttons on my stove or my microwave. Uh, probably not anything for like ice making on my fridge. Uh, I'm really struggling with what I'd actually push button wise uh, at the house, <laughs> but you could do it hundred percent. You can do it. It's $47. I've got a link here for Amazon. It'll be in the show notes. Um, yeah, if you want to do, uh, it will sit there and just push buttons. All day long. <laughs> so I did one time see uh, one of these on one of these maker articles, right? Somebody had created a, uh, they had created a, a device that would defeat Amazon's, uh, what do you call it? Their DRM on eBooks. And it used a very creative method. It did not try to, let's say, actually defeat the DRM. What it did was, it was a little robotic finger. You would position your, uh, your Kindle and there was a camera and it would take a snapshot of the page that was on the Kindle, run it through OCR and spit out text on the other end. And then it was a robotic finger that would push the button on the Kindle to turn the page. <laughs> and then we'd take another snapshot and it would just go through the whole book like that. <laughs> oh, golly. Wow. Yeah, I don't think so. this is this is not that sophisticated at all. No. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I can't think of anything then. No, no, I can't think of anything at all for this. So Okay, well, if you do need a button pushed, now you know there's a device for that. Yeah, but again, it's on Amazon. And, and, and the thing is, is, I was talking with Matthew, and I think the Amazon's the go-to place for something like this, because where else, I mean, would you go? And, and, and I mean, price-wise, 47 bucks, maybe like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to buy this for somebody for a gift. It's yeah, fun. definitely. Yeah, that's not too bad. All right. Next up, we have the Chip Smart Cooking Oven. What is that? I actually want this. I uh, I love cookies. I love food in general. I love sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one here, I've got a link to it for the Kickstarter. They've uh, they've got one hundred nine thousand dollars. They needed one hundred grand. And mm-hmm. so what this does is it actually will. Uh, it's a chip. It's a cookie making oven. So it cooks about four cookies at a time, and you actually use a kind of like a Keurig type thing it actually uh has a keurig that you pop in there uh, except it has cookie dough in it and there's like a multitude of different cookie flavors so if it's like i want a macadamia nut a chocolate chip and a peanut butter it, you could cook all three of them and it's got settings so you can you can get like the perfect gooiness or you could have uh, more of the flat or if you like crispy you could get crispy every single time how about that yeah it's pretty slick so i mean <laughs> And I noticed not, that it requires proprietary cookie pods. Actually, you can use your own. I, I read through this. It actually allows you to also use your, your own recipes. So if you've got your own, you can do that too. Interesting. Yep. So it's well, like, you know, there's something about this that I just, I don't like, but the concept I really do of the idea that this is sort of a specialized, like in I don't know any kind of cooking, but uh, baking in particular, I feel like there's a, there's such a formula, right? And, uh, and getting it just right is pretty difficult and pretty manual, honestly, it but is. if you get it down to a science, yep. uh, kind of like that. I, I like this one, actually. Um, I could have a cookie with my coffee every single morning. Well, that sounds healthy. 
I why not? I eat carrots for lunch. I can have a cookie for breakfast. Well, there you go. I like the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the nice thing is I could use this next device for dinner to help me. Well, the next two for dinner to help me kind of make sure I, I don't go crazy. And what is the next device? So the next device, again, you can buy this on Amazon. It's $49. It's a happy fork. Happy fork? Like happy as in, you know, excited to be alive? Maybe, but the happy fork is a Bluetooth-enabled smart fork <laughs> that it vibrates when you're eating too fast. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're eating too fast, it starts to vibrate. It's like, slow down. And eating too fast is an indicator of what? I don't know what's an indicator, but it's it's like I think it's just meant to slow it down so you you can essentially digest your food so that way uh, it allows you then to recognize when you're actually full, right? So right. Just, yeah. Just dive right in. Yeah, and as opposed to after the fact, which is what I usually do, I eat too much, too fast, and, and then feel like, way too full. I eat way too much. Yeah. Same oh, here. I feel terrible. Why yeah. do I have to do that? Well, I mean, the nice thing is even if you did that, Matthew, if you use the next item that's, uh, that uh, Samsung has created, uh, you'd be just fine. And this is called the Welt? The Welt. W-E-L-T. No. So, I mean, this is from Samsung. Uh, it's a Kickstarter. It's actually been shipping. Um, it's a belt uh, that, yeah, I know. It's just, it's just so funny. Uh, it's a belt that analyzes things like waistlines and eating habits and physical movement. So it's like, hey, you're eating too much, not walking enough. You may need to fix something here. Okay. So let's back up a couple of steps. And the belt so, looks good too. It's like a nice leather looking belt. The concept that here I think is useful, right? Like it's it's in line with other wearables. Uh uh, you know, fitness trackers and that kind of thing. And I think maybe more directly um, addresses sort of the weight loss maybe spectrum. But they really needed to find an English speaker when naming it. Because yeah, really you don't, you, I mean, don't they realize that welt, it's a, that's actually already a word in English? And do you really want your belt being associated with welts? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> So, so uh, rename it, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, this thing, it looks like it comes out of Korea is where it's coming from. Uh, yeah, so Samsung. Probably didn't realize, yes, um, probably didn't realize that, hey, Welt uh, is probably not what you, so I found the actual Welt Corp website here um, where it looks like you can buy this thing here, Matthew. Uh, Fire out. Door. Oh, they got a nice leather one. Oh, no, you actually, they've got a ton of folks here that you can purchase it from. Nothing on... Um, Oh, that's Korean. That's not going to help me whatsoever. No. Nope. So it's like uh, when Chevy started selling the Nova. Yep. So this is Korean. Mexico. So it's a, it's 119 yeah. Korean bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can actually <laughs> buy this. Is. Uh, I don't either. Uh, so I don't think you can actually buy this uh, from the U.S. From what I can tell. Well, maybe they'll rename it before it comes. You know, oh, you don't like you don't like the welt. I don't at all. It's the most terrible That's, name for a belt. It sounds like a great fitness belt. <laughs> the welt? The welt. Like, I'm going to wear, I'm going to go, yeah, it's just it's, awful. It's like medieval torture. <laughs> yeah. So if, you, yeah. if you're if you interested, more than welcome. Uh, I got, you can pick it up. <laughs> if, you, 
if you eat too much, it shocks you. Yeah, so, yeah. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. The fork starts to vibrate, and then the belt will shock you, and you drop the fork, and you break your device. Well, that's, yeah. And you stop that, eating. That's one way. These do stop eating. Yes. So, Cliff, tell me about the umbrella. The umbrella. The umbrella is a smart connected umbrella that alerts you before it rains and if you leave it behind. Uh, it costs about 80 bucks. Um, you can uh, you can go support the Indiegogo right now. They've uh, they've actually reached 102 percent of their goal. Um, it's coming out of France, but it's uh, pretty slick. It looks like. Hmm. So okay. So hold on. So it basically it's connected. So it alerts you like on your phone. Let's say that it's yeah, it'll give you rain. a weather alert saying, "Hey, it's going to yeah. rain." Uh, so that way you know. And then if you end up going to a friend's house and and you leave it behind, right? Um, it's easy enough. It'll tell you that you left your $80 umbrella. Oh, I see. I was thinking about it the other way around. So the idea would be because people take the umbrellas out because it's raining, but then forget them because it's no longer raining and remind you that, Oh, you forgot your umbrella. So, you you know, before you get all the way home, you can turn around. Well, that's actually kind of, that's kind of handy. Yeah. So, and it'll tell you all that. It also looks like it'll track the entire place that you walk. So it's got some some nice tracking if you want that. I don't want tracking. (laughs) And it's a nice kind of I don't know what you call this rainbow clear look. Is that a is that like a design term? Um, It kind of reminds me of like unicorns. um, (laughs) We designed this to be rainbow clear. Yeah, I think I think it is. I think it's rainbow clear. I think that's a thing. I'm gonna make it a thing. So it's rainbow clear. <laughs> it's um, it's a color. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you can't get it in blue, but you can get it in rainbow clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I love these. And it's yeah, you can buy this, eighty bucks. Fantastic. It won't be on my list, but I do think it's a you know it's a clever idea. I, I'll tell you one thing though. Rain that much here that we have to really worry about something like that. Well, here, here's the thing: is if you like, you don't live in a city. That's it. Yeah. When we lived in Boston, uh, umbrellas were really important, and we did often you know forget them. Um, and if you're out and you're reliant on like the train or you know the buses to get you places, you're often going to be caught in various weather. And so oh, yeah. something you know having a good umbrella is important when you live in the city. Um, and and the other thing is if you bought the cheap umbrella, one good wind and it would uh, you know those spines would just snap, and basically then. Oh your umbrella is useless. And so you really needed to invest in like a quality umbrella. So I don't know that it's such a leap to say, well, now you've got a smart umbrella as long as the, the rest of the umbrella is solid. Like it's gotta be heavy duty to hold up to, uh, you know, a strong wind, but. Sure. I, I, I have no idea. One. I think you need to try that out a little bit of hail every once in a while or nor'easter. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I walked through so many different kinds of weather. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. And, and with an umbrella, you know, it's like I would arrive at work and everything from like the belly button down would be soaked, right? Because <laughs> part of my body was, was covered by the umbrella, but my, my, my lower half wasn't. So and you like a smart umbrella with the smart galoshes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, we have something. Another food item. Food oven. Yeah. You're really yeah. on a food kick this week. Yeah, cookies, coffee, I mean, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, uh, b- welt belts. <laughs> the welt belt and a vibrating fork. 
Yes. So, yeah. Like, you've got a whole so fast, I can't actually eat. <laughs> <laughs> it just vibrates right out of your hand. The food flops off like, dang it. <laughs> um, nope. This is, so this is the June oven. Uh, it's about 1500 bucks. There's a free 100 day cooking trial. What? So, yeah. Yeah. So 15 former, former Apple uh, employees decided mm-hmm. to make a, uh, like an AI based oven. So there's a smart camera, there's a camera inside of it with a, with a chip that will analyze the food and actually tell you uh, what it should do to cook it. Interesting. So you pop a chicken in there and you tell it you want it crispy. It will, it'll say, all right, for crispy, this is what you want. And it'll just cook it for you. Wow. Like, you don't have to think about it. Slide in the tray of brownies. Bingo. So here goes one more variable. Um, the reviews I was reading, it says when it works, it works really well. When it doesn't, it's problematic. Yeah, I believe it. It <laughs> seems like something that would be uh, kind of fussy, I would think. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a cool idea, and I feel like that might be the future, actually, right? As well, and it's neat because it's got a couple of them. It's got one where it actually replaces your oven that you'd use for your house, Matthew. Mm-hmm. But then it's also got like a countertop one. So think like, um, yeah, like a little, like a, a toaster oven, right? Toaster oven, yeah. Yep. You throw in a piece of pizza. All right, I just need this warmed up. But actually, I mean, you can do an entire pizza, right? So. Um, all types of different things that could get rolled. That's just crazy talk. And of course, there's an app. Of course there is. Because you can actually watch your food being cooked and get notified when it's done. And I noticed that it's using the uh, NVIDIA Tegra, mm-hmm. Tegra, Tegra yep. uh, chipset, which is their mobile line. So uh, that's kind of interesting. I suppose there's probably a fair amount of compute going on, though. Um, I would think so. Because, you know, it's got a lot of variables. It's uh, Clearly, it's got to be paying attention to lots of things to be able to, you know, process all that data. Mm-hmm. So that's very yeah, interesting. It's, 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 it, I think it is because it's got some reviews where folks say we actually started using, they have a counter. Most of it looks like you're getting the countertop version. Yeah. Um, and most of them are saying, yep, we actually have found that we use this more than our regular oven anymore. Well, the other so thing that's interesting is it's 1500 bucks, which isn't that much different than a regular oven, right? No. And, and a lot of them like it because the app, they can actually, it's a very clear picture. I mean, how often have you tried to do, turn the oven light on to see what's going on? Yeah, it's kind of hard to see. Very difficult. So imagine if you actually had a, a decent camera to see what your food actually looked like. That's kind of um, cool. Hey, is this done? Can you go check it? No, I got my phone. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like so that. Pretty slick. I would struggle paying 1500 bucks, but if it was $49, I would definitely buy it. I don't think it will ever be $49, Matthew. It, it, no, it won't. But I mean, again, like I think we just replaced our oven this year and I think we spent, I don't know, Maybe maybe we spent a thousand bucks on our new oven, but certainly there were many ovens that were way more expensive than that, right? And they and probably didn't have AI built into them. I don't think they did. They, you know, I'm sure they had some really killer features that I'm not really, uh, not really up on. But my, I guess my point is that's not particularly unusual for for what it's doing. You'd think it'd be a lot more. So sure. Yeah, and they got tons of recipes here too. 
That's a cool concept. That would be interesting. Well, bacon, I, I bet in 20 years. The bacon oh, looks like it's pretty tasty, though. Oh, I bet. I love some bacon. Yes. Oh, you're saying in 20 years? In, oh, in 20 years, I bet this will just be how ovens work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know why. They wouldn't have smart technology in them. Why, you know? Like in the dark ages when you couldn't, con- you know, you, when you didn't have a robot controlling your temperatures to like <laughs> perfect degree for what you're cooking. Yeah, you had actual open fire that you had to do. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, we may need uh, some more logs here. Hopefully you don't get the wrong kind of logs. <laughs> you don't mean log files, do you? No, That's I don't. Mean first thing files. I think of when you say logs. <laughs> I'm thinking I mean, like, I don't know, oak. Aspen. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm following. Good. All right, folks, if you have any feedback for us, you can shoot us a message at podcast at gearforgesoftware.com or you can find us on Twitter at gearforgeiot and we would love to hear from you. And that just about wraps things up for this week's episode. Um, Cliff, do you have anything fun planned for the weekend? Um, I'm probably going to take the boat out, maybe do a little fishing. And then uh, I think I'd mentioned I'm, we're, we're taking holiday for next week. So we've got to get the pull behind RV stocked up and ready to go. And, and uh, that'll take some of the weekend just getting that ready. How about you? Well, I'm not 100% sure what the weekend holds, but uh, maybe playing around with some stuff uh, with technology that I, you know, isn't the project that I've been working on. (laughs) (laughs) So looking into some of the other really cool stuff that I haven't had time to play with. So that sounds like a great time, Matthew. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because in our line of work, uh, learning is really a necessity. You have to stay up to date. And so it's lucky that I find that stuff to be fun. <laughs> yeah, if you were one that like, oh, I really hate learning, probably not the great letter work. It's really not the, the industry to be in. <laughs> no. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us again for next week's show. Until then, so long and be well. Cliff, Take care. see you later. Yep, bye.